Hello, travelers, and welcome to the Chrysalis Train. I am your host, Anthony, and our destination is personal development and clarity. Ding! Oh, I will never get tired of making that ding noise, how it brings me pleasure. (gasps) I'm sorry, y'all. I made a sound, a noise has escaped from my mouth, and I made it weird and uncomfortable. Unless you liked it, in which case I, I made it weird and pleasurable. Now I'm making it weird by keeping talking. By keeping talking, I need to shut my mouth. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. On today's stop of the Chrysalis train, we are going to take a ride down the lane of understanding relationships, specifically romantic relationships. Specifically, monogamous versus polyamory, closed versus open. I'm not going to approach this in the vein of one going against another or one being better or worse than another. I truly believe that there is value in both relationship models. I understand the psychology of both and I don't think anyone is any better or any worse. What both relationship models require is, first of all, an understanding of self, a deep and honest look in regards to what are your priorities, what are your values, and most importantly, what are your intentions with each relationship model. And then number two, open clear and constant communication with your partner or partners. Now, going into it. First of all, understanding of self. I hear a lot of people in the gay community who are very anti-monogamy because a lot, the common excuse, not excuse, I won't say that, the common reasoning that I hear is that Men aren't supposed to be tied down to one person. We should be allowed to experience pleasure as much as possible, have as much fun as we can have. Blah, 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 blah. And you know what? That's understandable. Men, biologically speaking, do have the sex drive to spread our seed. That is where the biological need for sex on the male side of things at least comes from. And so for some, the thought of settling down with just one person does sound boring. It does sound lifeless. It doesn't sound fun. But this is where understanding of self comes into play. If we're talking about romantic relationships, meaning you love someone beyond just the sex and hanging out with them, there's truly a deep, deep, deep connection with this other person or persons. I lost my train of thought. My brain, it totally just crapped out on me. Time to ramble. Monogamy. We're going to start with that. Monogamy. 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 (laughs) Monogamy. Now, some people choose monogamy because they prefer tradition and they can't imagine opening themselves up and or they don't have that kind of energy romantically. 
for some people, it's not that they feel insecure or jealous, though for some that is the case. For some, it truly is a matter of only having the romantic energy to just be with one person. It is important to understand that we all have unique needs romantically and sexually. And it is important to be honest with ourselves about what that capacity is. So for some who choose monogamy, it's not that they're not open to having multiple partners. It's not that they have insecurity. It's not that they feel jealous or blah, blah, blah. It's just that the energy is only there romantically to give that kind of love to one person. And there is no shame in honoring that kind of love. For some people, it works. For some people, that's the only way to have a successful, stable relationship. Because they only have the emotional bandwidth to share their lives in that way with just the one. Now, on the flip side, there are also those who do seek out monogamy because of possession, the possession of having one person, the possession of having someone who will dote on you, cook for you, feed you, clothe you, provide for you, bring money for you. And for some, it is a matter of maybe even status. I have, I've landed this one person who's so hot, who has this much money and they're mine and mine alone. And maybe sometimes people do feel the need to have a lot of sex, but they feel insecure about expressing that side of themselves, or they feel insecure about their partner for whatever reason, and the thought of their partner finding sexual satisfaction elsewhere is troubling for whatever reason. Be it insecurity, be it jealousy, be it trauma, it could be anything. Now, other positive aspects of monogamy are stability, emotionally. You do have this one person, this one constant in your life who is there for you, available for you, has time for you and nobody else, in that way, I mean. And some people do genuinely need that kind of commitment from just that one person. To know that that one person is there for you, not just sexually, but also to validate your needs, provide for you emotionally. And for some people, that's enough. And that's perfectly fine, perfectly healthy, when there's the right communication. Communication of what are your boundaries in this relationship? What are your expectations for this monogamous relationship? And why it's important to you to only have this one partner. And be clear about that. Have these conversations. They can be awkward and uncomfortable, but they are important. And on the flippity flip, polygamy. 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 <laughs> Maniacal laughter. So, those who pursue polygamy have the capacity for multiple partners, usually. 
I say usually, I'm going to touch up on that in a little bit. There's those who practice ethical non-monogamy for their reasons. That's not something I'm super well-versed on myself, so I'm not going to touch up on that. And there are some who just genuinely do have feelings for multiple people. And instead of taking the dishonest route with having affairs, having secret trysts, they're open about their feelings for other people. And they choose to seek out multiple relationships in a way that's hopefully healthy. Because the belief there is that it's totally possible to have multiple lovers and have multiple stable relationships. You know, I have tried polyamory myself and I did think that I was monogamous at first, strictly. And when I tried polyamory, it was not successful, not due to a lack of trying, not due to a lack of effort, but due to a lack of time. The man who I was seeing had multiple partners and multiple spouses, multiple boyfriends and girlfriends, and he made time actively for all of his other partners, but there was not time that was made actively for me. And you know, that hurts when there's someone who you love and you expect things from, and it's not being provided, but it is being provided for other people, that's not a good feeling. So when pursuing monogamy, it is important to realize that, yes, you have a lot of love in your life, which is fantastic, that's great, but with that comes the commitment and expectation to make reasonable time actively for each and every one of your lovers, of your partners. There has to be that balance there in whatever way works for you and your relationships because each dynamic is different. So I'm not going to preach on how to make time, on what works for you and what works for your partners, blah, blah, blah. Again, that's where the open communication does come into play. Now, my partner at that time, he did constantly apologize for not having time for me and he did constantly express that he was busy all that fun stuff but at the same time even though you're busy time is being made for other people so there was not balance in that relationship which did leave a sour taste in my own mouth personally for polyamory at that time but then recently i did think about it deeply and i did choose to open up my mind a little bit now, first of all, I am still very single, not by choice, but I'm not seeing anybody in any capacity right now. But I do, through meditating on it, believe that both relationship models are healthy as long as you can be honest with yourself and your partner or partners about what you want and what you need. So I no longer identify as monogamous or polyamorous. I identify as loving. And if the love and trust is there in a way that's monogamous or polyamorous, I will pursue it with my fullest and see where it goes. I am not closed off to one relationship model or the other. It all depends on the vibe, the feeling, and the trust. And also, if 
literally all of my needs are being met by just one man and I am happy, I am content, then I don't need anybody else. But if I do find myself feeling that draw, that love for multiple men, then I will have to be honest with myself and with who I am with and navigate that. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about intentions for polyamory specifically and open and closed relationships as well. For polyamory, it can be healthy, like I said, having that clear trust and a clear understanding with each other. But sometimes the intention isn't love and it is just sex. And that's why it's important to look deeply within yourself and ask, am I seeking out a polyamorous relationship because of the thrill of multiple partners? Because I can get off as much as I want, I can have all the sex that I want, or is it truly because I do have all of this love to give and I am able to give it to multiple people? And that's where the conversation shifts to open versus closed relationships. Having a monogamous relationship, but opening up the sex life. It's better to be honest about your needs sexually than to disguise it as polyamory. And again, this comes down to what works for you individually and as a unit in your relationship. For closed relationships, sometimes it's a matter of the feeling being, God, my brain is freezing up on me, the feeling of having that one person who loves you and trusts you and provides for you sexually, it is the feeling of commitment. The feeling of, I am yours and you are mine. Not in an ownership way, but in a bond type of way. We are together. We are one. Cue Disney song. And for some people, that works. It's healthy. And for some, it can get messy. Because some people can feel tied down. And some people can feel like their needs aren't getting met. Or maybe they do truly love this person in a monogamous way, but the sexual interests don't always line up. And that's when it's important to talk things through with your relationship partner and or partners, if it's polyamorous, whisper, about what your sexual needs are. If there's a willingness to compromise and experiment a little bit with the sexual need or Decide for yourself if you're willing to live without this particular sexual need getting met, or if this is something that you do need to add to your life and your happiness and your contentment and your satisfaction. For some couples, open relationships can look like threesomes. They only play together with other people, threesomes or groups. Or maybe once every week or month somebody can seek out somebody else to have their needs met or everyone can play as much as they want or they can play when they're traveling separately having those clear boundaries is crucial and it can strengthen a relationship by being open about 
your thoughts, what your sexual desires are, what your sexual needs are. And for some, having one person can just do the trick. And there is no shame in that. Some people truly enjoy the quiet, vanilla, same-sex-every-night life. And there is no shame in that whatsoever. And for some who seek out open relationships, it's a matter of also emotions as well. There's no secret that many in the gay community do use sex as connection, whether it's through as a means of expression or as a crutch. It's a bit of a flip coin there. Like, a, I won't say catch-22, it's nuanced. It's nuanced. It can be tricky, it can be great. But sometimes it's messy because we don't always understand ourselves or who we're with. So it's important that if it's a matter of emotional connectivity that you just talk it out. Figure out where your emotional bandwidth begins and ends then have those honest conversations and then honor what your needs are honestly. Sometimes it might mean ending the relationship and pursuing something that's more in line with what you truly want and or need. For some people, maybe they even switch from time to time. Sometimes they're closed, then they open the relationship for a little bit, then they close it again because they're just content with each other primarily, and every now and then they might get an urge to try something different. There are some that might start off monogamous, and then open themselves up to multiple partners, to multiple kinds of love, and find happiness through that. Maybe even finding community through that. Or there are some who might start with polyamory, but then realize that all or most of their love is getting put into one person, and that one person is enough for them. So at the end of the day, It does truly come down to understanding, first of all, yourself. What are my emotional needs? What are my sexual needs? And what is the healthiest way to get both of those needs met? And then talking it out, having that dialogue, whether it's with one partner or all of your partners and having that understanding having the comprehension of how you're feeling, how your partner or partners are feeling, and then moving forward accordingly without deceit, deceiving yourself or your partner slash partners. Me personally, through my own meditations of my own self, while I still do, I would say I still do prefer the idea of monogamy, but that being said, I'm open to polyamory with the boundaries of knowing and trusting the other partners. I don't need to have relations with them. I don't need to even per se like them all the time. But as long as we're not all strangers, and as long as the trust and respect is there, then I'm open to the idea. And that's where my boundary is when it comes to the idea of open relationships. My boundary is threesomes, a monogamous relationship where we invite a third party to our bed or a group. It's important to understand 
what your boundaries are as well. In regards to what you will and will not allow to protect your own energy. Not as a means of possession, not as a means of manipulation or control. Strictly being honest about what does and what does not work for you and how to protect your own energy in the process. So that's my take on being aware of which relationship model works for you and why it does or does not. Everyone's different. Everyone has different thoughts. Everyone has different perceptions. Everyone has different needs. So it is important to figure it out. That's it. So that's been a lot of rambling and I think a lot of repeating the same thing in different ways over and over and over again. So the chrysalis train is going to keep going on its journey and we're going to figure shit out elsewhere. Bye.